0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant, and I'm joined here tonight with my two co-hosts, George.
1: Hello, music lovers, interesters, and those indifferent but listening to the podcast
2: nonetheless. What a welcome, and Liam. I was going say, maybe people who aren't interested in music but are listening to us, the most welcome for you because I've, I've no idea how you got here or what you think you'll get out of this, but we're glad to have you here. Welcome. And I hope it's of value. Yeah. Yes. Maybe the, maybe you just love the sound of our voices. You, you hate music enough so much, but you love the sound the of our voices. The dulcet so tones. Much. I That's feel it. like
1: sometimes we might be the podcast people put on to go to sleep with. <laughs> okay,
2: I'll take a listen. I, sure. I'll take a listen anywhere I can get. Well, that's yeah, 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 that's fine. Anything you guys to listen. All you right. Know, anyone who uses us to go to, to go to sleep, maybe sign up for our Patreon because I think we're providing a real value. Well, that is actually. Ooh, that's smooth. Like that's that's, mm, that's you a know, good pitch. Yeah. All right. Um, so each episode of
0: Flawless, a host or a guest nominates an album that they think is flawless. And we discuss how they discovered it, what they love about it, and what makes it flawless for them. We have a Facebook group. It's called Flawless Friends and Family. Yeah. You nailed
1: it.
3: Yes. <laughs> you did so it, Grantee.
0: It's taken this long. And that Facebook group is where we discuss all things music that we love and that you love. And we post in there about upcoming episodes um, and what albums are, have been nominated. You can find that link in our show notes. Of course, we've got a Patreon and you can back us from as little as a dollar a month. It's capped, guys. Get in now. hmm and you can that access to that will allow provide you with access to our early episodes, access to the bonus episodes and the warm, fuzzy feeling inside that you're helping us spread the flawless love. And it's growing.
1: It grows. It is growing
2: Patreon every day. Keep, Patreon keeps sending me emails like Liam, you, you grow too much. You've got yes, too much too money. Fast. Too fast. Too, too fast. fast. You're flying too close to the sun, Icarus. Yeah, Icarus. Careful, we, we
1: have we have expenses, guys. We
2: do. This stuff doesn't come free.
1: No, our like <laughs> who we are and what our hourly rate is.
2: It's obscene. The lifestyle we've become accustomed yeah.
1: to. Yeah, to listen to albums again and again and again. To write so notes for your listening pleasure. To hand write notes on pages.
2: Ticking to twice, I- red hearts. Typing them. I came to Office. I visited Offlooks on the way here. Buck fifty this cost me. It's out of control.
1: of Obscene. So it's just. Where disgusting. do we find the, pa-
2: the Patreon? Is the question. That's it. Patreon.com
0: forward slash Flawless AMP. Now, although I am introducing and hosting this episode, I am. Not nominating. We have a guest.
1: Yes. You're not nominating. I'm not.
0: But I'm not sad about that.
1: Wait, is that what that other person in the room is for? (laughs) That
0: is... (laughs) And and her name is... Carly, and she has feelings too. Would you like to introduce yourself, please?
1: Hi,
3: I'm Carly, and yes, I'm another person here in the room with you. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Carly.
1: Thank you. you. you.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm here from the um, outer of burbs of Brisbane to yes. take you on a, on a journey of albums, but first, um, yeah. Your
0: nominated album is, drumroll please. <laughs>
3: My nominated album is In Excess Kick.
1: Is it because it's a bit sexy? <laughs>
3: I was 10 when it came
1: out, so mm. no. I'm going to go <laughs> back then. to my earlier <laughs> question. Puberty, well, that wasn't answered, was it? Puberty mm? can start at nine for girls. I'm just saying. So um, <laughs> but what do you do, Carly? What do I do? Yeah. Mm. What
0: brings you? A, a,
1: for oh. a job. Yeah. Like what,
3: inter- how are you again, remunerated? You do something for what? interesting. I'm an educational designer at a university. An educational and design. design education. In... Yes. I actually work in the micro-credentials unit. So I'm writing little courses, little pieces that you pop together and you can actually make them into a course. So we're doing some exciting projects at the moment, looking at how to train people in a quick and simple way. So it's something that I trained a long time to do, a long time ago to do. And I'm finally doing my my dream job. That's
1: nice. awesome. And
0: you're enjoying it then by saying dream job, it's still a dream. It's, oh, I've been enjoying there four it. weeks, I think.
3: Yes. and No, five weeks. And I can honestly say I don't hate it. And for me, <laughs> wow. that is incredible. That's I've really had 100 beautiful. jobs and not I love this Not one. hating
1: a job after five weeks is good going. Yeah. Yeah, loving it. So, you've so, had lots
0: of cool. jobs before, and now you feel you, you've found your groove, I've your landed, niche.
1: I oh, have nice. landed in
3: some in a really nice space with some really cool people. So, I work from home, so I get to listen to my tunes when I want.
0: Fantastic. And, um, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, explore my back catalogue of Australian music.
2: Well, this yeah, so is in excess from Australia. Okay. Some of those uh-huh. tunes are <laughs> Kick. So, Kick is a sixth studio album mm-hmm. by Australian rock band In Excess. Released on twelfth of October nineteen eighty seven through WEA in Australia, Mercury Records in Europe, and Atlantic in the US and Canada. And it's important to say US and Canada and Europe because this was a worldwide national yeah. smash hit. Absolutely Wasn't it just?
1: Absolutely was. was. Do you know album. how they got their name?
0: No. They lived in excess.
1: They right? were inspired by UK British rockers XTC. Uh, and how they used the um the letter initials to spell that out and they decided that in excess was a really good way of naming their band nice they and were. i'm a massive xtc Fan, I've and only I thought you just haven't. put that kit
0: together now, yeah, mm. <laughs> such as mine. Like, oh my pay. God.
1: Look and at like, you. all wow, that penny drops. Mother, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I so. was
0: once a blonde. Um, <laughs> 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 so,
3: there you go. Once a going. blonde, always a blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Tell
2: us <laughs> <I was> more <laughs> about how you came across uh, Kick. Uh, so oh,
3: honestly, As a 10-year-old, ten ten old, yeah. 10-year-old. Okay, so this is the coolest story ever. Oh, I love it. And so I, will, so. I will tell this story at any given moment. Set the bar um, yeah, high. You'll see on my water bottle there, I was on Mastermind and my, my subject was in excess. No! <laughs> oh, yes. Please Stop. don't Google it. Please don't Google <laughs> it. Um, I was suffering from these crazy migraines at the time and oh. um, I didn't do particularly well on my key subject. But um, I can tell you. So,
0: if a key subject, you mean like your main subject yeah. at school? Or no, in masters? excess. So, when you go a Mastermind, you
3: nominate a Every subject. Same. It's a quiz.
0: I've I've never watched it properly. I understood it, but then this is why. So (laughs) for those who don't know, sorry, you you nominate a subject. Like
3: you choose. You you've got to give them a list of five different things. Yes. And then they tell you subjects. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to do um, Seinfeld. I wanted to do um, Flags of the World or something like that. But this is the one that they sort of said, oh yeah, this will suit us. So then they shoot all these questions at you. Um, but you study and you study really hard beforehand, but I actually got called in to go down about six weeks earlier cause they had a, a place, yes. someone dropped out. So I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm ready. But I was not ready. <laughs> oh. And I was also suffering from migraines at the time. So you can actually see the moment that my eyes are trying to focus on the right. host and yeah. I did not do well. Right. Um, I was never going to win it, but, um. Yeah, so. Said so,
0: that, so that's when and the so the host gets, like, fed all the questions yeah, to yeah, ask you. Yeah,
3: yeah. so So it's they Mark look Finnell. like they're clever,
0: but they're not actually clever.
3: Oh, no. No, no but no. it was Mark Fennell, and that's the reason why I wanted to go on it. He's, like, this super cool, cool guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I wanted to meet him. I met him. Yay. So I told him this story of how I came to NXS. Mm-hmm. So before I turned nine, it was probably about two weeks before my ninth birthday, my aunt and uncle, Auntie Rita and Uncle Greg Took me to their gig at uh, Brisbane Entertainment Centre for my ninth birthday present. So it was when they were touring the album before this, mm. which was Listen Like Thieves. Yes. So I was this tiny, tiny little creature who had basically never night, been hey? to a, a yeah. gig before. I think it's different now because I've taken my daughter to gigs and there's a lot of kids around. But this I was like. I went
1: to Glastonbury when I was four months old.
3: Yeah, I wasn't four months, but I was. The only person allowed to stand on the chairs, so nice. I could actually see. Yeah. And when they then toured this album, um, I would have been ten years old and or nine. My uncle and I went to that one as well. So, my first gig and my second gig, and I saw them throughout um, the sort of late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. until they became not cool enough. Because that's when I started to get into your Nirvana's and your Pearl Jams mm. and things like that in, in excess were like shame yeah so I haven't <laughs> actually wow. gotten back into them until probably the last five ten years
2: nice hmm. so they, awesome. they were very prolific we said this was their sixth album so they released this was their first album in 1980 so they did six albums in seven years they what, were a
3: hard-working band. What
2: settled – I guess what made you pick this one? Have you gone back and listened to the other ones? Do they hold up? I mean – it because I,
1: 20 million worldwide? Yeah, I have, mm. I have yeah. an idea
2: of like – Three like, times. Which we'll talk so, about when we mm, get to mm. my, whether I've heard this album or not. But, mm. yeah.
3: Yeah, so the other uh, – a couple of weeks back I was uh, – before I started work, I was in a bit of a mood. I put the album on and it made me automatically happy. It mm-hmm. just brought this joy to my to my step. I was dancing around the living room. It was like dancing like no one was watching. I happened to put on Facebook, what's an album that makes you happy every time you listen to it? And I put a snapshot of, of Kick mm-hmm. and Liam said, would you be prepared to defend <laughs> that? <laughs> and I oh, went, yes, wow. I will. <laughs> and here I am. Here so that's wow. why I picked this album. I absolutely adore Listen Like Thieves. I mm-hmm. love Shabu Shabar. I love The Swing. Anything pre this, I adore. One album, maybe two albums after this, I like. But then after that, I wouldn't have even, yeah, rated them.
2: So you kind of fell away but still while Michael Hutchins was in the band and alive?
3: Yeah, yeah. So once he passed away, I was of the feeling that they should have disbanded. Correct. Because yeah. they were, they, they called not? themselves no, brothers. No, 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 no. They, oh, it got weird. It got weird. <laughs> it got weird. Yeah. Um,
2: true and well, excess fans put your hands over you because mm-hmm. you're going to hate this. Um, they did a reality TV show to find a new frontman mm-hmm. and found this like 19 year old. So, yeah. John Stevens, John who's Stevens like a, had a, crack? Had a crack at it, and a couple of other
3: like, semi-famous dudes. Is it like that
1: guy joined Queen and everyone's yes. like, "Yeah, I think Inaccess did it first. Yeah, they did it oh, first. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're I, these are the first guys. Yeah, a young guy
2: definitely. named JD Fortune, I think it yeah. was. Like 20 years old. So basically they looked at him and they could see Michael Hutchins when he was 20 years old. But the rest of the band are 50, were 50 at the time. It's like this does not It was so it's weird. Yeah. In yeah. Scotland, yeah. And like Scotland, like it
0: was just... Oh, yeah. And when you yeah. saw them at River Stage, you spoke about it. Oh, yeah. I
3: remember you talking about that band and I saw them with Scott Whelan and, and oh. I refuse. I've got this feeling of if you lose a front man, say goodbye. Like, yeah. 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 Especially this band if because they'd actually so many, gone – So many bands. They went to was. school together. If you lose so, a
1: front band, you start Foo
3: Fighters. Yeah, you start Correct. a new yeah, – Yeah, you start a new band. So – These guys were on record, and this is what really gets um, under my skin. They were on record saying if we ever lost one of us, we would no longer be a band because there's three brothers in the band. Mm -hmm. The three other guys, they all went to high school together. Like they grew up together and then they lost their front man, the one who everybody knew, and then they went and auditioned for some 20-year-old on reality TV. Mm. And my sister had this theory of, well, they're all musicians. They've got to earn a living. It's like I'm not telling them to not play music. Yeah. They don't have to give up music Correct. but create something new. Like they were playing Twin Towns or something. Mm. I, don't, I
1: just felt not really good. sad for them sorry i get really emotional
2: about yeah, this no, no, I, <laughs> but I can so, see why you
1: have brought it so that's fair okay yeah.
2: <laughs> did you want to introduce the members of the band Who yeah does what? so you like
1: you've got the
3: three Farris brothers mm-hmm. andrew is the one who's given most sort of musically credit scene. yeah he writes most of the music said, yeah. Yeah, Martha, yeah. yeah michael writes most of the lyrics um, then you've got John who's the drummer, Tim who's the guitar player. So they're the, the three brothers and Michael. Then you've got Kirk, who is um, the saxophone player.
1: Yeah, he is.
3: And you've got Gary Gary Beers. And yeah. there is a story is there to a why story? there is, and I can't even remember. Because it's it. Gary Gary's spelled <laughs> different two. different <laughs> ways. Two, one with two R's and one with one R. But yeah. yeah. So he's um he's bass, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's bass. So it's, it was the Six Guys. Mm-hmm. And after that, they don't exist in my mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. No, that's fair. So, um, George, had you heard In Excess?
1: Have I heard of In Excess? <laughs> yes. I'd Did you heard, see them ever? I'd heard of In Excess. I've not seen them. Um, and I'd not listened to an album. However. Oh. If you play me Need You Tonight or um, Never Tear Us Apart, I'll be like, that's in excess. <laughs> However, one thing I do remember is being in my friend Sarah's living room. Oh, Sarah! yes. Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, when the news came on about Michael Hutch. Oh passing mm-hmm. and Paulie I was in England so Polly Gates was a really big deal at the time she was on TV and like she was super popular um, and so um I knew of in excess more from that his side. passing yeah. than okay. I did from their music mm-hmm. but never tear us apart there's a song that I've just I've inherently known because it came out in '87 I was too so it's obviously been radio played, like, um, A bit. like I've imbibed it somehow. Um, but I never actively listened to an album. This is the first time.
2: Cool. Okay. okay. Same, Come question, on same question. Same question. No, I'm same position. I knew I'd never yeah. heard an album before. I knew oh, all of them, knew all the okay. singles.
1: But they're Australian.
2: I yeah, but they were. They're a
1: whole generation.
2: By the, by the time I you just missed I, 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 it. I yeah. recognized all the songs from AM radio and listening. Well, my parents used to listen to that around the house. I'm like, yeah. So I've never heard an album until I heard this album, and then I went, I know like three quarters of this album. Correct. So I never yep. heard it and sat down and listened to it, yes. but I still knew like half of it before we even got started. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, good opportunity to, to plug a gap in my musical knowledge, but hadn't heard of them before, so, seen them, or had anything the to do best. with them. This is the best. So, Grant, Grant. tell us about your past tell us tell us how, how much
0: you know
1: about inner class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so unusual to listeners, and thank you because today is a good day. I owned <gasps> nice. this album. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die, I'm going to go back a little bit. To a prompt. Obviously, I'd heard a lot of songs like yourself about kick. I was, we might be the same age, in 1985,
3: I was seven. You're a couple so of years younger than me. So, yeah.
0: this I wouldn't have known about, but on radio play, all the rest of it. In 1992, there was an Australian surf film by a guy called Jack McCoy, from memory, called The Green Iguana, which contained the song Heaven Sent off the 1992 album that was released later called
3: Welcome Welcome to to Wherever wherever You Are. Yep.
0: Correct. Their last good album. Their last album that they wrote before he passed away, Mm -hmm. actually.
1: Wow.
0: Correct. So I I just took some screenshots, so forgive me, while I read out who was on what other um, artists were on The Green Iguana. Damien Lovelock. Oh. In Excess, Ed Cooper,
3: Oh, Dubrovnik,
0: okay. Sublime, The Cruel Sea, Hunters and Collectors, Steve Jones, Vanilla Chainsaws, Yotu Yundi, and The Celebrate Rifles. It's an amazing soundtrack. It's an amazing surf film mm-hmm. and yeah, iconic, right. but they had Heaven Sent, and I was like, Heaven Sent is a great track. I need the album. Bought the album, and then I got the best of, and I apologize that younger <laughs> me used to buy best ofs, but it was easier fine, that way. Fine. So I not only Real. had one album, I had two. Even if
3: you con- but albums used to be expensive, yeah? Mm. Like it used to be all of your pocket money yeah, to oh, buy correct. an album. And yeah, right. you were taking a risk. You were yeah. like taking oh. a gamble for, for two songs sometimes.
0: Correct. So I own The Best Of still. Yep. And um, on cassette, I think I bought. Um, but I hadn't lost, heard so cool. Kick. But I hadn't heard Kick in, well, not intentionally listened to Until Kick. Until you listen to The end, Best Of like and well, you, like you get like half of
2: Kick. You, you, correct.
3: <laughs> I have yeah. Kick on cassette. I've Ooh, actually nice. got almost all of them on cassette and vinyl. I don't have one single wow. in excess CD.
2: Right. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, Big Worldwide International Smash, number one in Australia, Canada and New Zealand, number three in the US, which is no Huge. mean feat, number <laughs> nine in the UK. At the 1988 MTV Video Music Awards, they were the most nominated and most awarded artists, winning five of their nine nominations, including Video of the Year and Viewer's Choice. Um, marked the first instance, one of a few instances in VMA history, where the same artist and music video won both awards at the same ceremony. So one of the rare mm. occasions where the people's vote and the I guess critics' vote for a little bit of thing right. actually aligned, which is and they fantastic. are
1: seven times platinum in Australia yes. and six times platinum in the US. Yes, which is yes. way Three harder. times George, in the UK, George, three times in and the UK, platinum in France and, and, and New Zealand. Platinum in the US is actually New- a million, versus yeah. in Australia
2: it's like fifty thousand.
1: Yeah, exactly. So and they had five singles Need you tonight, devil inside, new sensation, never Terror, defile and mystify. Mm-hmm. Four of those went to the Billboard Top Ten. Yeah, there you go.
2: And which makes it all the more surprising—we almost didn't get this album.
3: <laughs> can I tell the story? You it's your story. What is it? Your, please, definitely. So... It. I only read it from a Wikipedia. Page, so <laughs> Go for it. I've yeah. So uh, Chris Murphy went overseas to the uh, record company in the states with the album. He was the manager. And they said, it's a pile of shit. Here's a million dollars. Go back and re-record it. It's garbage.
2: Start again for a million, wow. for a million bucks. Start Take again. this million. million bucks incentive. This, yeah. this,
3: this, take this million in a suitcase. Well, I don't know if it's in a Whatever. suitcase. <laughs> this I is like suitcase yep. yeah, was, I mean, the suitcase image. It was the 80s. It had to be in a suitcase. Of course. There was no bank, of there was no bank transfer. Of <laughs> or <just> a <laughs> duffel bag. Or like duffel a fucking duffel bag. Yeah. Exactly. And he said, no. He Tough said, fuck you. I don't know if he said that, but I just want to say that on the radio. He said, I'm going to make this work. And he had contacts. This guy had this commercial brain that was the backing behind their talent. So, yes, they made great music but he was a, a genius in terms of business is the impression that I get. And he went to college radio stations. He got the kids loving it. It got radio play. It got momentum through the college radio system. In America. So. In America mm. and that's what blew it up. Yeah. They did not change a note. Yep. Cool. Just that's a cool story.
2: astonishing. Like Isn't We could have just yeah. not had kick. We could have just yeah. had something else that was, I guess, closer to Listen Like Thieves because that's what they were coming off and the yep. label was like, we want another hit like Listen Like Thieves. Mm. Yep. And this... From I don't know what it sounds like, sound like but apparently it didn't sound anything like this. It's
3: so much more guitarry, right? Okay. Which is why I love it. Mm-hmm. This one is a bit more funk this and a bit super more 80s groove dance and yeah, and electronic yeah, stuff. yeah. It's yeah. Kind of bluesy stuff in yep. there too, right? Exactly. And so it was a, a step away from what mm. they'd already done. Bit of I like your old stuff better than your new yeah. stuff, <laughs> but they actually um, wanted. They were on record saying that they wanted to create an album that could all be singles Mm -hmm. so they were really focused i think they got a lot of um confidence out of the success of their previous album and they worked their butts off because they wanted to achieve success they weren't it wasn't in the days of like don't sell out it was Mm. like we want to sell records we want we want fame and they were really open about that and that's why their manager and them just worked so well together because they were both so driven.
2: And you're you coming towards the end of the '80s, so you're a lot of a lot of your stuff is dancing. Even the, even in the rock parts, it's very dancing, yeah. Yeah. dance hall. Um, we keep saying synths a lot, but it's like yeah, guitars and keyboards work working together and that sort of saxophones. thing. So was, saxophones, yeah. Yeah. So saxophone, saxophone, so many saxophones.
1: saxophone, which I you know loved for a long time since like so those jazz. Yeah. So. Um, very much enjoy that when it comes to like eighties pop rock. So yeah. there's a
3: lot of that in this album, isn't there? No, yeah. there really is.
1: Yeah, Kurt so really on.
3: gets gets a lot of space, and that's what I love about this album. Thank is you, that they Kirk. acknowledge their their talents. You know, mm-hmm. there's piano in there, there's saxophone in there. They make sure that everybody gets a go.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: where do you want to start on this album? Oof. I would like to start at Need You Tonight.
2: Nice. So, yes. need
3: tonight was actually. Is that a drum machine at the beginning? Yep. Good. Yep. I was actually going to bring. I've got um, some drumsticks that John, the drummer, used and signed. Nice. That are actually no. all chipped. All chipped around the edges. Yeah. Yeah. My dad actually used to manage a bank, and um, some guy needed a favour. I. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. I never More found questions. out. I yeah. never found out. But. All of a sudden, my dad had um, a signed set list, guitar picks. All. Is your dad a mobster? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no. It was all very suburban, um, you know. He's a that's, mobster. That's what yeah. mobsters,
0: that's the yeah, operandi. Yeah, that's what they all do. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Is your mom maybe. called Juliana and she sits around with big <laughs> no. tits all day? No, I can't say that, no. Okay. no. so <laughs> So,
2: yeah, Neesy so, Tonight, remixed into One of My Kind by Rogue Traders. Really? Yes.
3: I did not know that. Okay, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> How did I not know that?
2: Rogue Traders who were like... I know Rogue Traders, but I'm trying to picture yeah. so room. remember, so Rogue Traders, they blew up on Sound of the Drums, Here Come the Drums, with the lady from Neighbours. Neighbours. And they became like this really super dance pop group. Yes. Before that, they were actually a bit more, ser- like, quote-unquote serious, like, Dance electronica group, okay, yeah. and yeah, they did a re, they remixed Need You Tonight into One of My Kind, which is, yeah, so it's I so good. Like, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna have so, to check so that good. out, yeah. Oh,
3: cool. well, did you know that Beck and his friends redid this entire album? It is glorious, nice. music fans. Oh, you have to hear it, yeah. really. It is stunning. A couple of the songs they changed the words completely, Beck. Yeah. Uh, did this yeah, Beck and a whole whatever. bunch yeah, of. Yeah. It's called Beck and Friends or something. Yeah, it's, all right. it's all on YouTube. Um, one of the guys actually singing it is from Australia, so he's got an Australian accent. Nice. And, oh, it is mind-blowing. I only discovered it. Just this week, so highly That's recommend.
1: Awesome. Cool. Yeah. We well, love yeah. a bit of Beck, so that sounds, that'll go a long way. So yeah, yes. so yeah, you to tonight, Need You to like Tonight is like
2: low and slow, like oh. slinky and funky so and all true.
0: super if oh, sexy. I had, yeah. If I had triple ticks on my yeah, yeah.
1: I would oh, have given. There's give harmonies at he the does, end of sentences. He does
2: call and response with himself. Oh, yes, he, he does harmonies. He was
1: played, so we well, sometimes um, talk, about how i used to go to rock clubs mm-hmm. under age let's say um and uh, it was definitely played in um, rock clubs when i was under age and it was one of those sultry songs that people would like look at each other and lock each other's eyes and all that kind of stuff so yeah that's how i, I knew that track. I
3: can honestly say I've never heard NXS played in a club, but I haven't been to those kind of clubs. So <laughs> that's interesting. There is sure. a story to the riff on Niger tonight, which was that they were that they'd finished recording the album, but they hadn't they hadn't quite got there just yet. And the um the producer was like, no, no, I need more. And um, a couple of the guys had a flat in Hong Kong and Michael was in Hong Kong and Andrew was in Australia and he was just getting into the cab to go to the airport to get over to Hong Kong to write more with Michael. And the idea for the riff came into his mind. So he's like, hang on, mate, just told the cabbie to wait, (laughs) ran inside. I'll be back in a sec. And apparently 45 minutes later he got to the cab and... The cabbie wasn't very, well. very happy. So, yeah.
1: yeah. That's absurd. So yeah. that particular it. But it would only like happen
0: in the 80s, right? Or oh, because yeah. otherwise the cabbie oh, would leave, leave, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, my
1: Uber doesn't wait more than two, <laughs> two minutes, minutes if i the
0: Soak's recording a track. Yeah, like, yeah. Or writing <laughs> it down, Yeah,
1: so. yeah. So, well, yeah, the, the- meat is clicking. You just yeah. wait, wait to get paid, right? But yeah. the rock stars in the back. But it's like
2: <laughs> he's out in a club and he's out partying and stuff. And he's just he keeps seeing this woman. Like you can just picture it straight away. <laughs> the slowness and the funkiness. Yeah. He keeps seeing this woman. He's got to have her. He keeps, you know, he, she's always off in the distance or just always out of reach. And he's like, he's doing the slow, sexy lyrics. Like, <laughs> he, you know, she's sexy, but he's also sexy. And we'll talk about his sexiness a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can see there's that inner play and you can feel that they're vibing off each other. But when they do the call and response, the inner voice of his is like screaming. So it's like where he goes, "How do you feel? I'm lonely. I'm lonely. What do you think? Can't think, think at it all. all. <laughs> what are you gonna you're gonna do? Gonna live my, my life." life. <laughs> and so the the second parts of each of those are his inner voices screaming like not being cool at all like I am not cool yeah. I am, not oh, I am I need oh to oh oh be cool I'm going to be cool and sexy yeah. about it so like it's, Can a I deb-
1: just point out that Liam just did I like this movement sexy dance. he just <laughs> is he's sexy. doing like a little wiggle yeah. That's he's doing sexy I have. a sexy wiggle he's I like he like if I, I just imagine that I know his wife and she if she saw that wiggle she'd be like we are on tonight guys. <laughs> like it's, that kind of wiggle. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what excess does to Liam. It does.
2: <laughs> like, even having never heard them before, I'm just like, this is a super sexy guy all the way through, like, designed to be that 80s pin-up guy. Yeah, correct. You know, yeah, put him right. in a magazine, like, put him front-center in a magazine because of the rest of them.
3: Oh, they're so I, unattractive. I don't. Yeah,
2: I don't they're want a body so shame un- or anything, mm. but this this is but the, you, this is the gonna... guy mm. and you put everyone else in the background and you make as small as you can yeah. Yeah. and you put him right up front if you yeah. need them at all because it was just – it, yeah. it
3: was. And that's why I love the fact that they do let the other guys have their solos and, and really do allow them to be musicians as well. Because he was obviously the main man, mm. the one that got the media attention, the one that got the supermodels and the Kylie Minogue's and whatnot. You know, he was yeah. always in the media. And apparently, he wasn't really a kind of an arrogant asshole either. Apparently, mm-hmm. he was so down to earth. And you listen to interviews of people who knew him throughout when he became so famous. You know, mm-hmm. there were 72,000 people at Wembley Stadium Jeez. worshipping him on a mm. stage and he was still down to earth and he was still Aww. this guy from Sydney nice. who was nice, lovely. Down to just, earth yeah,
0: as yeah. you could be yeah.
2: on the back of that sort of fame. Yeah, But I think that his character that comes through so solidly through all the music is what like... This was the first album I'd ever heard of theirs And after one album I'm like Don't keep going after he stopped Like uh, for, me- for people, who, for people yes. who were like 10 albums in Who lost their minds over it, And normally I'd be like Oh whatever You know Just let people play You know Let them make their money Whatever But no I'm not, Now I'm like One album in excess fan I'm like No They should have stopped This, <laughs> this band <sighs> not, should not have existed Without Michael Hutchins yeah. It's yeah.
3: insane Absolutely 100% That's, and, Yep
1: yeah. Which So Guns in the Sky Mm-hmm so there was that ah ha huh, ha huh, kind of noises, um but people would have uh, heard because
2: it opens up the song, so they would have heard it. Opens when up the yeah, so you <laughs> heard
1: it, right? And the <laughs> percussion, <laughs> guitar riff, and the shouty spitty vocals. So eighties. Like you you can't get away. You know, right now you're like, this is an ironic eighties. This is true blue (laughs) eighties. Yeah, embracing. Um absolutely with the harmonies the vocals, but like with the dirty solo as the outro of the first track. Mm -hmm. Um and so yeah, that's how they introduced the album. In like just under two and a half minutes, you're like, okay, yeah, this is the journey we're going on, guys. Mm-hmm. So I'd not heard the album before, so I was like, okay, strap myself in. I'm wearing a shell suit, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> where's your shoulder pads? Are you <laughs> ready? Yeah. Pink eyeshadow, and I'm Excessive. ready to go. So yeah,
2: so I think awesome. All the songs in the album were written by both Michael and Andrew. Except this one, which was just written by Michael, and Mediate, which was just written by Andrew. But That's all the rest right. of them were like a joint, a joint effort. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just yeah, real cool. Like because when I saw the trackers, I was like, oh yeah, I know all these. I know these the singles that are coming up. Like the pop singles, are real. Oh, stuff. oh sorry, Mediate. No, oh, you said Mediate, right? Mediate, yeah. yeah. And it's a yeah, it's an unusual way to start the album, not opening up, but like. You could you could totally see this album opening with "New Sensation" Absolutely. and just coming in straight on that riff mm. would have been so cool. But Absolutely. to yeah. to do something which yeah is not not hooky, it's staccato and there's no long sort of flowing vocals. Like it's not necessarily playing to his strengths as a vocalist either. Which is like sticking at stuff is yeah an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah.
1: but "New Sensation" oh, so good that guitarist riff is the most 80s thing yeah. ever, right? Oh, isn't it? So, like, you can imagine that being in the background to any John Cusack movie. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. So, drum machine, again, call and response chorus and saxophone. <laughs> so, yes. I've got my own exclamation marks because um, I get quite excited about like broth in a like an album um and the fact that it wasn't like they brought in a saxophonist to play on a couple of tracks which Mm -hmm. we've had in a few other albums yeah they have a saxophonist in the band yep absolutely it's like billy joel um, always had a saxophonist in the band which means i have huge respect because i'm a billy joel fan so um
2: didn't you nominate a
1: I did, and you did not name it flawless. Just for the record, We've moved it's on just
2: too. pure energetic joy. This isn't, it? Yeah, isn't it? I just love it. Yeah. Like, Have
3: you seen the film clip?
2: No. no. The film
3: clip. There's I don't there's two from this album actually filmed in Prague. That was one of them, and we'll come to the other one, I'm sure. But it was on top of the um, opera house in Prague, and their their suits are so shoulder padded. They're almost <laughs> triangular. Yeah. It is so beautiful. Did just. I?
2: Is that the one, like, it's at night time and yep. they're out on a balcony yep. and he's standing in front yep. of the... Ra- yeah, no, yep. okay, I did see that one. Yep.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, but,
2: yeah and I think true, there's, like, a but...
3: shot inside a hotel room or
1: something like
2: that. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw, those, like, little... It's little one little of the two Prague films. Yeah.
1: The artwork of the album looks like New Kids on the Block.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's
1: uh, New Kids on the Block looked like an excess. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But in Devil Inside... That's okay then. <laughs> um than slide, there are so- sultry vocals.
0: What? There
1: is a solo, and there are keys. There are keys in there, mm. so um, that is a very exciting thing to have. A- Guitar riffs, driving drums, sultry vocals. Heart. Was there heart on His that one? vocals was in that. Hearts. Okay. His vocals
3: yeah. are amazing in that song.
2: I think all the way through the album, I don't, oh. you know, actually, there's always been a lot of obviously, I probably knew him as much as a paparazzi celebrity style person as much as a front person. And it's not until you actually listen to albums like this and you realize, like, yeah, really I wish like talent. the whole celebrity stuff just hadn't happened because it feels yep. like he would have had a much better life and a longer life. Yep. And he just could have stayed as the front man, which it feels like he wanted to do. He has so his, much talent. Yeah. So just, much. His just his delivery and his style. Yeah. So and this one devil inside feels like it's a slow burn to build up to something, but mm-hmm. then it never it never does. It just keeps you at that mm-hmm. low level, mm-hmm. and you feel like oh is mm-hmm. it is it going to explode? No, mm-hmm. no, we're gonna we're just gonna stay at this yep. low sexy level all the way through. So cool.
1: This is true.
2: Any other ones?
1: So um, come on, Never Terrace Apart. Sorry. Can yeah. we talk about we Never Terrace We
2: could. We'd
0: love you to. not This is so this is on see. you. You need to <laughs> be never providing sorry. us.
3: Never Terrace i i would just like to say if i ever hurt you i'll make wine from your tears came up on my facebook the other day I saw that, one like that. <laughs> that was my sister yes. Um, yes. some of the most interesting lyrics um this song has been covered by lots of people mm-hmm. so much so that when i was doing some research for this show when I actually looked it up, there was you know how Google comes up with other questions you might like to answer. There yeah. were heaps of who originally sang "Never Tear Us Apart." How could you not yeah. know? Is that even <laughs> a question? It must be like yes. a twelve-year-old or something who's yeah. heard someone else do it.
1: It's probably on TikTok. Oh, exactly. We don't even know. So I wouldn't fine. even know. So
3: the film clip for this song never ceases to give me chills. Mm-hmm. Um, Prague is my favourite city in Europe. Charles Bridge is my favorite bridge in the world, and it's all set around there. It's misty, it's moody, he's wearing a big black coat. Mm, You've got Kirk one. doing his solo. It's just magic. So this this song to me is absolutely perfect, despite the making wine from tears. Um, yeah. everything about it. <laughs> I saw when your
2: sister posted it and I was like because I I bumped on the same lyric and I was like if I ever hurt you, I'd make wine from your tears. That doesn't sound like an apology, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> if you hurt someone, it's like, I would apologise and then try and get something good out of it. He's like, yeah. if I hurt you... And I'm going <laughs> to go. Yeah, if I hurt you, I would turn that into a positive for myself. Yeah, yes. so okay, I'll, okay. I'll okay. let your tears. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. and laughs> cheers! Uh,
2: yeah. So, yeah. Cheers to you for but these. But the vocal pattern fits perfectly into the syncopation of the song, so we'll, we'll give him a pass on that one.
1: <laughs> but there's a synth... So you have to forgive him because Yeah, so it's,
2: it sounds like an orchestral suite But it's not It's just yeah. them playing stuff on synths yeah. So I found an interview where Andrew, Ferri- Andrew Ferris Went through yep. sort of track by track And he said about this one It's just us playing live with no overdubs The drum take is the same as what's on the album But there's a different arrangement Different vocal, sax part And there's no strings So he went and sort of dug up some demos but he, and he was like wow the, the like the demo just the song didn't change from when they did the demo all the way through to the the final version cuz there's game.
1: moments of silence. Yep. So and then and you're just there and you're holding your breath. Yep. And you're waiting for that moment to come back in again. And it does. And it does and yeah. you are rewarded. Yes.
2: Wow. So for the AFL fans out there, Port Adelaide they play this song at the start of every Port Adelaide home game.
3: That's right. Up to
2: up to the point um, where it, dum, 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 and it stops, and then they that's when they bounce mm. the ball and they go, and the whole crowd gets their um, Port Adelaide scarves and holds them up, and so you've got a sea of like maybe 40,000 people yeah. swaying back and forth, and they focus on the never tear us apart thing because there was a little bit for a while there where they thought the AFL didn't want them to be a club. So it's one of those oh, things really? where it's yeah. like, you know, we'll, we'll stand together and, you know, all, the, all the celebrity fans are like, come on, people, get the, you know, we'll show that AFL, we're a club. They, they can't tear this club from us. And so they, yes. they adopted this as their theme song. Oh, okay. And so they play it before the start of every home game and they the whole crowd just sings along all the way through to the part and then, like, there's a big clap and then you've got the AFL siren just then kicks in straight after. It. So
1: cool. I'm not allowed to do soundtracks, right? But there is... <laughs> soundtrack from a musical in the 50s called carousel which has a track called never walk alone which in the premier league is liverpool Liverpool, Liverpool. never walk alone
0: you'll never walk alone yeah you'll
1: never walk alone but i can't bring carousel because it's a musical and it is written by multiple people and so i can't bring it to flawless so, this is my only chance to mention Never Walk Alone. Y-N-W-A. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Which um, a lot of people have tattoos Yeah, of mm. just that.
1: They really fuck on Twitter I mean, Twitter as it's well. from yeah. a 1950s musical about ballerina, but it doesn't matter. It's um, <laughs> awesome. Anyway, so, um, Mr. Five was their fifth single.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Honky Tonk Piano, right? Yeah, mm. Dancehall
2: dance Honky Tonk Piano yep. out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah. It came from Andrew. The musical genius, there mm. are. I'm gonna put this out there. You know how so I have a thing like cheerleader shouts and hand claps and harmonicas and stuff. I'm gonna add finger clicks, yes, that's what I was about mm-hmm. to say. To it
2: opens with well, uh, and yeah. finger clicks,
1: finger clicks, which I can't really do, but yeah, finger clicks. Um, in an entire song, I am on board with. <laughs> Like, um, and it's quite and deservedly so, it's quite sparse into the verses. Like, so the honky tonk piano, finger clicks, and vocals, and there's like sparsity, and then it goes into like guitar riffs, etc. But, um, yeah, so that was their fifth single. Um, but I'm, I'm all down for the finger clicks,
2: yes. Yeah. Grant, any double-ticks that we haven't mentioned oh, yeah. already? Uh, I like, well, from Mystified to Kick. I thought Kick's kick.
0: are absolutely great as well. So Sax good. Or, yeah. full yeah. band, full funky. Band. Yeah, full band,
3: Power like. rock
2: opening, just like. <laughs> there it is.
3: Michael once said, this was his Zen song, because mm. sometimes you kick and sometimes you get, get kicked. kicked. And in hindsight, this is something like 10-year-old me obviously didn't get, but in hindsight, I look back and I think, That's something that I could really adopt. That's something that I could live by. You know, Mm. sometimes shit doesn't go your way, but other times it goes your way. Mm. And I think those lyrics... Even though sometimes Michael's lyrics are a little bit cheesy, mm-hmm. I think those lyrics Jesus nail okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think, he
2: le- I think he leans into the cheesiness of the eighties. Yes, yeah, embraced it. Yeah, If
1: you want to talk about cheesy lyrics, can we talk about calling on names? Yes. Well,
2: <laughs> just one more thing on kick before we go off. Mm. Like it's it's almost punky, and all, <laughs> when I hear the hornline, it I'm always reminded of the Saints. Yes. Like it's, which is so weird because, like, why are NXS trying to sound like a punk band from Brisbane? They're not, of course they're not. But it's <laughs> just, there's just really sim- similar okay. lines on that yeah. song. But it's so, like, it's, when I first listened to the album, this is the point where I'm like, okay, I know they can do slow songs. So after track nine, I'm, last three, they're probably going to slow it down. This is the point where they start lowing down. And, and then it's like, bang, bang. kick. Like, holy crap. Like, you've got this big, big one, party yeah. song. It's a big one, yeah. Followed by, Another slightly cheesier big party song in calling all that. Well,
1: yeah, which where the cheesy lyrics come out of. No, now, um, if nobody has <laughs> lyric buddies with me, you weren't listening to the song.
2: I do, but I, I don't, I don't I have those lyrics because I had other lyrics already. So Okay, I only, that's I fine. Well, you can keep me yeah.
1: enjoying <laughs> with myself with the sex, the sex, with the sex dance. The is very
2: funny. Mm. Yeah, yes. like
1: that made me genuinely have a little giggle <laughs> yeah. when it came up <laughs> on Genius Lyrics. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually put it on
3: Facebook yesterday and said no one could accuse Michael of um, not writing cheesy lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, but
2: they because then the Andrew Ferris thing, he was like, oh, you know, we really wanted to write a song that brought people together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then, and I'm like, all right, calm down, Andrew. You're not like lead, leading Band-Aid or anything. It's like World Aid <laughs> you know, or like Lava like, Aid, forgive me. Whatever. Cool that it's calling all nations, but also it's just coming it's down, a party come song. down and party song and have yep. a drink with us after a long day of work. Like, mm. Yeah. Not, not bad, but I don't think that's going to unite the world the way you think it might. No, no, <laughs> it, it wasn't a Benetton one ad hard. or
1: anything. No. But it does lead into Tiny Daggers, which is Key's, harmonies, riffing guitars, and it's a really good outro. Yeah, Ooh.
2: really good last mm. track. Mm.
1: Uplifting with a fade out. I like a fade out at the end of an album because mm. I can put it on when I go to bed. Mm. And it fades out and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sleep now. This
3: is a life. great end to an album.
2: The instrumentation is a bit like Springsteen, which they would have been listening to a lot of in course. the 80s all the way through yeah. with the East. Oh, yeah, well. I was going to so, say. There's has yeah.
1: yeah. been Springsteen.
2: Sprinklings of Springsteen. <laughs>
0: yes, I went there. Yes, it's a dad
1: joke. I
0: did. I like it.
1: Thank you uh, for doing what I needed to. That. So that was awesome. Yeah. Cool.
0: Other else, uh,
2: any other ones you want to talk to? We, we yeah, spoke we're, we're all of them. We're bouncing on time. So yeah, any other last? Can
3: I mention Mediate? Yeah, um, yeah please. That one actually won um, an American. What do they call Was it an MTV Award? Yeah. Um, for best film clip. It was a takeoff of a Bob Dylan film yeah. clip with the The, s- the Yeah, the, right. the, Subterranean Subterranean yeah that's yeah. the one yeah. with the signs up. Um, there were intentional um, spelling mistakes in there. And, and it all ended with an
1: eight sound? Yes.
2: Yeah, like every, like it, it's like 50 lines almost, and every single line ends with an eight sound. Yes. Yeah. But almost all of them are different words too. It's not like he just starts repeating lines. Yeah, like yeah. It's, yeah.
3: It was fun. I, I absolutely love that song, and I think. As a 10-year-old, I think I knew all the words. I could probably, yeah, recite them, but I won't. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I I absolutely love that song. And there's also The Loved One. So, Mediate is followed by The Loved One. Now, Mm. I have to say they first recorded that song back in about 81, and I Mm. prefer – so it's a cover from an Australian band called The Loved Ones, but when they first recorded it, it was really rocky. And then they recorded it again for this album. It's the only um, cover on any of their albums. And it, they've made it more bluesy. Mm-hmm. That. I do bluesy. prefer oh, I like bluesy. Yeah. 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 I I Ian love Klon,
0: it. Jerry Humphries and Rob love It?
3: Yeah.
2: Because yeah. yeah, they didn't listen to ones. the original. No, I didn't listen to the original.
3: Yeah, the the loved ones did a bluesy. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah, I think it's closer to the original. Oh, like, so, yeah. so it's
2: more like not just Taking someone's song and making it our style, but sort of finding that middle ground of like not like following their style without aping it.
3: Yeah, exactly. I definitely prefer the original, but I do love that version. Mm. Um, The original um, never came on a studio album of of theirs. It came on a on a best of in excessive, um, which I have the vinyl for. I'm sure it's. I need to ensure that stuff because it's all it's all pretty rare stuff now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. I think that's all I needed to talk about on the cool. albums.
0: Final yeah. pitch then yeah, for yeah. their sixth album of NXS. Sure.
3: Kick. So, let me find my notes. Over um. to you, Kylie. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as I said before, when they, when they wrote this album, they wanted to make a song of singles. Anything could be a single. And honestly, I don't think even the biggest NXS fan in the world would say that each of those deserves to be a single (laughs) Um, but despite that um, I honestly think this um, album is flawless. The weaker songs don't suck, they're meaningful and catchy even without powerful riffs of Need You Tonight. Uh, This iconic album is a testament to the band's musical prowess, creativity and ability to captivate their audience with unique sounds. The album is a perfect blend of electronic rock Pop elements, making it a trailblazer of its time. The album is a masterpiece that stands the test of time. And I'd like to finish with a quote from BBC Music's Cormac Heron. Um, He reviewed the 2004 deluxe edition and um, he said, uh, superfluous second disc notwithstanding, this is a near flawless collection of songs. Oh nice. wow. And felt that the production still sounds fresh. The songwriting partnership of Hutchins and Farris wins you over with an anthemic
2: glory. Nice. There we go. That is. Ending on a quote. Shane, try like...
1: like, Look at you trying to talk <laughs> on <them> the hard strings. <laughs> there we go. Using
3: the word
0: flawless. <laughs> 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 Finding someone else who used the word flawless. The man code?
3: in the BBC yeah. said so. Hey, that's right. <laughs> he I said, like said near you flawless. For
0: yeah. the
3: right
2: nah. <laughs> nah. Liam, over to you. Hello, kick. Yeah. So thumbs up or thumbs down. Like I said, this was like, I hadn't heard any NXS albums, and I'm looking through the track list going, oh, yeah. So I obviously knew Need You Tonight, um, New Sensation. I knew Devil Inside. Um, never tear us apart I'm pretty sure I had actually heard kick before even though I couldn't when I heard it, I was like I know this song so yeah new half the album but always from like a.m. radio and I'm like okay so it's gonna be lots of cheesy 80s stuff and you know that's cool so I started listening to it Michael this is the first time I'm listening to Michael Hutchins properly I'm like oh my god this is just such an iconic performance and you can feel it like even without watching videos or seeing him or knowing what he looks like just like this it oozes that performance all the way through it's so mm. cool um, The awesome thing about this is, so this is a genre that's way out, not way outside, this is a genre that's outside my comfort zone. I don't listen to this sort of stuff normally. And five years into Flawless, I've always said, when something's not in my wheelhouse and I don't give a Flawless, I'm like, if a Flawless album came along in this genre, even though it's not a genre that I love, I'd know it. Like I'd, I'd be able to give something flawless, just on the even though I don't love the genre, I'd still go. Oh yeah, I can tell this is a flawless album. Mm-hmm. And so thank you very much to Carly for proving me right after five years, because I don't love this genre, but I know this is a flawless version <laughs> of that of the genre. Like I, wow. like you listen to this and you go, this is like. You know, all the singles are big and hooky, beautiful music all the way behind it. Even the cover in the middle, I thought, sounded like a song they would do. Like, it sounded like a similar sort of vibe and the, the subject matter was similar to the stuff that Michael Hutchins normally sings about and writes about. So, um, yeah, for me, I loved it. It's, it's a pity because I probably won't listen to it again because it is in that genre that I don't listen to. <laughs> but I'm so <laughs> glad that I can finally say it's outside my wheelhouse, but I could recognize it as false. Wow, and therefore, I'm giving it a Well done.
1: Cool. Oh. beans.
0: Okay,
2: over to you, George.
1: Okay, An excess kick. so um, when you nominated it, the first thing that came to mind was Michael Hutchins, obviously, and like remembering being in my friend's living room when I heard the news. And um, Never Tear Us Apart was the iconic song for me and so coming into this album i was like oh thank fuck she's chosen the one with would never tear us apart (laughs) (laughs) because i was like otherwise i'm lost right (laughs) like i'm completely lost um uh and i cannot fault um their musicianship and what they were trying to achieve however the problem i had is that never tear us apart is very apart from the rest of the album Mm -hmm. so like the rest of the album if they didn't have that song in it would work for me because it works in that poppy like rocky 80s sound um and it works really well but um, I would need to remove Us Apart or I would need to um, listen to it like just separately because um, it doesn't flow for me between um, Wildlife and Mystify just because it's so, I think the problem with it is it is too iconic mm-hmm. of a track. Of a track it's too influential Mm. it's been too out there and it has like blurred the lines of what I can see as flawless and not flawless um and so um maybe actually that's not a problem maybe that's actually to their benefit and it's exactly where it's supposed to be placed Okay, so I'm gonna re-pitch where I'm coming from. You don't have to re. Which flawless is, or not flawless. I'm gonna say actually, this album set out to do what it was supposed to do, and it flows through, and it had happened to have an epic track, and it is a flawless album. So why would I not do that? Just because I really like that one track. So Carly, yeah. Have it. <laughs> Have it, it's a flawless <laughs> album. Have it, it's a flawless album. I will take that. Go. Yeah, that was I, that,
3: that was a journey, that was unexpected. <laughs> that was <a> <laughs> it was a journey, did not see that coming. Yes, Shroud.
0: final thoughts and All a right. thumbs up and a thumbs yes. down. Yes, there we go. And drum roll, there we go. No pressure, quality. Um, <laughs> so I, I, as I said, owned two in excess albums. I personally think the their last album together is better than this. So if you if you've enjoyed. Kick, um, I see elements certainly um, of these songs that have come through in in the um, uh, Welcome to Wherever You Are. I say new, new Sensation, Devil Inside, New Year Tonight, um, Never Tears Apart, Mystify, Kick, um, What I Didn't Like and I'm, I've got to give you credit for this one, Liam, begrudgingly. Um, the songs I didn't recognize or didn't think were great. I went back and looked who wrote them and it was literally guns in the sky mediate and the loved one. And I thought (laughs) it doesn't, all the others are literally Ferris and Hutchins. Yeah. Pair together. together, All Mm -hmm. of them. Love them all. Yeah. Why the, what's, what's, what's the problem? And I looked and it's the, the ones that were written either on their own or, or the, or the cover. And so, Begrudgingly yes And I know your finger <laughs> in front of the mouth I'm going to say no Although I thought I would have been um, t- Said yes so. I thought
3: you were going to say yes And I thought these two were going to say no So um, there uh,
1: we go We are complicated uh, oh, yeah. so it's, so, it's very complex right yeah. And, yeah. and
0: I, didn't, I certainly didn't think Liam would have said yes Mm-mm. But thank you so much Because there were more songs in here that I liked And um, I'm going to go back great. and listen
3: to their last album too
0: um, please do so and have a <laughs> last album in quote marks yeah yeah. Well, yeah quote unquote guys thanks everyone for listening we've got facebook twitter and instagram we are flawless amp and all of those so you can join the conversation share or like our posts or give us a rating every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you as mentioned we also have that patreon it's filling up quick please visit patreon.com forward slash flawless and if you'd like to back us please check that out